0: Welcome back to You're Doing It Wrong. Before we get started, I have a few classes that are coming up. Uh, There is a five-day intensive called The New Basics. It's about the new consent basics, really in-depth. That's from February 19th to 23rd. Then I'm doing my five-week rom-com class, a media literacy course for the hopeless romantic. That one's going to be super fun. That starts February 28th. And then my Consent Educator program this time around is a consent-based teaching artist program. So the goal is to help artists figure out how and what they wanna teach and create a business around that to support their art practice. That is 11 weeks and it contains the Consent Educator training, the unblocked class on moving through creative blocks with a consent practice with yourself, and business support. My boundaries and consent workbook for people pleasers is now available for pre-order in paperback which is super exciting it's being published by for the birds trapped in airports which is a local la press consent wizardry also has hats and shirts and other fun stuff that also supports the show and of course we have our affiliate link to foria cbd wellness products Uh, you get 20% off and we get a little kickback. As well as our Lust Cinema affiliate links, also in the show notes, Um, you get access to 20% off of their softcore, hardcore, and long form uh, porn. It's awesome. Uh, I can speak to that, uh, both from the perspective of a consumer and as an intimacy coordinator on some of their shoots. So, I highly recommend that and we get a little um, it helps support the show. So, take a look at those and thank you for helping.
1: Uh, hi Mia. I guess we've started. Yes. What are you drinking? Looks like elderberry juice. 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 find some elderberry juice. <laughs>
0: <clears throat> it's a combination of softer <laughs> to a great start of, of blood orange juice and pomegranate juice. Oh, that really yummy. Okay, yum, great. Mm-hmm. Happy Valentine's Day! Happy Valentine's Day for everyone listening. Risden is wearing um, a bright red. Skin tight turtleneck, looking very sexy. Ooh, boobs. <laughs> and I wore a bra for you. Oh, so professional. You never have to wear a bra. For me. <laughs> um, and and bright red lipstick that matches. And you can't. I'm not. Am I flexible enough <clears throat> to do this? And hearts. Yes, socks. you are. White socks with red hearts on them. And I. <laughs> um. I <laughs> am still in my pajamas. Hell yeah. Um, Except look what's next to me. This napkin with, with red hearts on in- it. Put it over your head. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> oh, Lord. Um, I feel like that also just shows that, like, whatever you say, I'll just do it. Great. <laughs> I yeah, wish I had that much influence on it. anyone. <laughs>
1: um, I did Google St. Valentine, by the way, because I wanted to know why, what that had to, he's, he's a martyr. He's, he... Was killed by the Romans for not forsaking Christ, basically. It doesn't really have anything to do with romantic love. It just got co-opted in the 14th century as a thing about romantic love because that's usually when the birds come back and people are like, oh, spring's coming. What? I'm horny. So it just became like a romantic holiday.
0: So weird.
1: Mm-hmm. <clears throat> nothing okay. nothing more romantic than <laughs> martyring yourself for Christ. Also, it's, oh, Ash- it's Ash Wednesday today. Oh, that's right. I don't know anything about... Ash Wednesday. I will make it very brief. Yesterday was Mardi Gras. So there's there's oh. Christmas, and then there's, that's the first of the 12 days of Christmas. And then whenever Easter is, there's 40 days before that where Catholics observe Lent. And that's our version of, it's honoring Jesus walking through the desert. So you guys also have a holiday about this, right? Yeah, pa- Passover. Passover. So it's our version of that. So typically, like historically, Ash Wednesday is the first day of Lent. And you get a little smudge of ash, pumps, whatever, on your forehead, and then you give something up. It's supposed to be usually meat. I have given up Shake Shack. Last year, I gave up um, those sour ropes. What are they called? Not nerds. Sweet Tart Ropes, because I was addicted to them. So Mm. this year, I'm giving up Shake Shack. Wish me luck. I eat it three times a week.
0: I know. I'm like, this is going to be really hard.
1: Yes, it is really hard. And you know what? (laughs) Jesus died for my sins, Mia. (laughs) So, wait a second, the 12 days of Christmas are not on Christmas? So, it's inclusive, the first day of Christmas is day one, and then it goes for 12 days.
0: Oh, into January. Yes,
1: and then there's a word for that day, it's like the uh, uh, hebe hebe, begins with a vowel, someone's going to be screaming it in their Subaru right now while they're listening to this, (laughs) I'm so sorry, I don't know what it is. And then you have carnival, that starts, and then it culminates in mardi gras fat tuesday which is the day that you go buck well it's purim so it's the day you go buck wild oh. before you have to wrap it all up and be a good girl or boy or they for jesus
0: yeah <laughs> yeah um my temple is doing a drag purim oh god you can come i don't tempt me. You, me you know how
1: much i just um, if the jesus thing doesn't lock down i'm just converting it just depends on who <laughs> i marry at this point i'm just like look it's god had what you know what what clothes am I wearing?
0: Yeah. Well, there's a lot of I mean, you would love it. Would love I would it. love to come to All, drag all Purim. the trans
1: Jews I can't. go to my temple. I can't. And yeah. it's also like pretty much my birthday usually per St. Patrick's oh. Day, mid-March, right? Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. When I worked at the Kabbalah Center, we always had... Yes, I worked at the Kabbalah Center in the bookstore. I forgot about that. Yep. I have much lore. Everybody would... There was a costume party for Purim, and everybody would get shit blasted, drunk, like all the rabbis and, everybody, and all the Orthodox Jews. And it was uh, very fascinating. <clears throat> Disco was a theme one year.
0: Wow. Lots of afros. Yeah, Purim's crazy. Purim's mm-hmm. just like a free-for-all, like... Bacchanalia. Make a lot of noise. Yeah, I'd get really fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Well, okay. (laughs) Anyway. Um, So, what do we talk about on this show? Uh, Consent. 2.0. What does that mean? Does that mean we fucked it up the first time? (laughs) I I think most of us are fucking it up the first time. We're doing it wrong. Yeah, we're doing it wrong. I I was thinking about that this week around, like, um, even, like, like, my own, you know, kind of journey with consent and like where I was at a few years ago and where I'm at with it now and that it really, it is a very different place. And this, what I see that we've talked about on here and that we're going to talk about more today, this kind of like idea that, you know, consent is going to be like the panacea. It's going to be the thing that keeps me safe. (laughs) Um. Like I definitely felt that way, uh, and was like kind of using it in that way. I think, I mean, I, I think learning about consent coupled with my anxiety and my OCD proclivities, it's really easy to be like, these, this is how you do this. And this is, and, and, and to like look for the ways that I'm doing it wrong and the ways that other people are doing it wrong. Um, And there's something, there's somehow, like, safety
1: in being able to say, like, this is right and this is wrong, because, especially because
0: if somebody is doing something wrong, then we get to be like, okay, like, goodbye. Right. 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 I was also thinking this week about the word violence, because in my music, (laughs) why do you laugh? I'm laughing because I have an ex
1: who used to tell me that I love violence. He was like, Risden, you love violence. And i was like i don't love violence i am just refusing to mandate that the world not be violent i've accepted that violence is part of reality and it doesn't surprise Mm. or shock me i don't know yeah yeah
0: well i was thinking about it this week in particular because i'm in this home recording music class right now and our teacher talked about how like editing is a kind of violence Mm. there's like a there's like a violent quality to editing because you you know you're basically performing surgery
1: murder like some murder your darlings have you heard that expression
0: yes and like chopping something up removing moving you know cutting pasting and you ultimately end up mutilating the original what was there originally And so we've been talking a lot about in this class like how to um, sort of ensure that you're like preserving and to sort of like limit the number of cuts that Mm, you make. mm. Um, But the word violence really kind of jumped out at me because I see in my communities and like especially online a way that the word violence, similar to the word trauma, Mm. has been like collapsed into like it's all the same Hue, you know, like, like when people talk about, um, like we've talked about this on in here where it's like the difference between, you know, sexual assault or like being violated in a sexual context versus rape. Mm-hmm. Like the you know there there's a wide range mm-hmm. of experiences that fall under the umbrella of sexual assault, and I think that what I see, but 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 so often people talk about it like it's all the same thing. They
1: want to collapse it. They may want to right. make it bite size,
0: Right, right. So that we have, like, one term for all of these experiences. The term is capital L, literal, capital V, violence, with a little trademark symbol after it. I got yes, that from curse yes. cancellations.
1: It's like, this is literal That's violence. Great. It's
0: like, is right, it right. literal violence? Is it literal violence?
1: My friend said uh, genocide is, like, actual genocide is not genocide. Genocide is when something happens that I don't like. Like, there's right. this sort of co-opting of language. You know what I mean?
0: Yes. Yes. So, I was thinking about the word violence and how it gets thrown around. Like, truly thrown around. Where it's like, you know, you didn't, um, like, ask if it was okay to touch my arm. Violence. You know? Violence. Literal violence. Um. Oh, So, yeah. <laughs> and, like, the problem, I think with that is twofold one is like if that feels as bad as like getting punched to the face <laughs> let's say to you then you are living in like a state of hyper vigilance you know constant threat like that is so bad for you like just the stress of that it's information for you right yes yes and then the second thing I think is like if you're saying that someone touching your arm is is violence because they didn't ask permission like then are you also asking yourself about like what you are doing that someone else might consider literal violence probably not is mm-hmm. my guess mm-hmm. yeah. So, yeah, that's that's where my m- mind has been at with violence, and I think it ties into, yeah, this way that consent has started. I've seen it become used as, like, this tool for punishment and a way to, like, bypass the hard work of relationships.
1: I think that's exactly what I was going to say. The hard work of relationships is yeah. the dance of your needs, my needs, your trauma, my trauma, my expectations, your expectations. And, like, just this thing of, like, people trying to connect with you or whatever. And, and you know, I had a thing recently with somebody. I ended a relationship with them. And then we ended up having a reparative conversation. And and then neg- negotiating, navigating, like, what does this no- new thing look like moving forward? And realizing that, like, they, this, and I feel like this is, like, when you get to another level of understanding about consent is being, like, what is mine? What is theirs? And what you end up. Domains. Yes. And what you end up finding is that, like, most of it's mine. Like, this person is maybe not quite hearing me in a way that I would prefer to be heard, but their intention is really lovely. And I have trauma and activation, and I'm having a response to this that I need to own. Like this person wanted to give me a valentine's day gift we weren't dating and i was feeling really activated and conflicted because part of me liked it and part of me like my brain was like this is how i want to be courted i, I like to be pursued heavily I like to be pursued it like in a scorsese level way but uh-huh. like <laughs> but at the but at, but also my nervous <clears throat> system was like wigged the fuck out because i felt like my no wasn't being heard and so in communicating that to this person it was very like This is not you doing something wrong. This is me having a response that I need you to understand and and respect. And we're going to move forward in behavior that reflects my needs,
0: basically. But you haven't done anything wrong. But don't you think that not listening to your no is not
1: right? I think, (laughs) yes, I think in the conversation, I'm going to switch my gum and it's going to be gross. So hold on. Don't smoke, kids, because then you'll be the nasty girl that choose Nicorette on a podcast. Um, (laughs) I think my no wasn't as, it wasn't like, I know myself to be somebody who is a little bit of a people pleaser and is a little bit like, can engage in like politesse. And I think perhaps my no wasn't clear. I also Mm -hmm. think this person is a golden retriever. And, mm-hmm. oh, and one of the things I like about them is they're so optimistic and they pursue things with vigor. So it's not an indictment of their character that I sometimes need to be like, hey. Do you know what I mean? This yeah. is like one of their flaws is that sometimes they get overexcited and I have to be like, yo. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I think, I think it's tricky. Because it I think there's like, there's... You know this. This is an example of like something. I don't know. Like I, I think about. Um, okay, so I was recently dating someone, and she's really allergic to my uh, animals, and she like really downplayed how allergic she was before she came over. Like she was like, "I'm just a tad allergic." Mm-hmm and i was like okay so i set my expectations accordingly and she came over and within 30 minutes was like i have to go mm. you know and like i have friends who are allergic who are very openly like i'm allergic to cats and like they come over for for hours so so my expectations were set up in such a way where i was like okay so like maybe she can sleep over from time to time mm-hmm. maybe she can't sleep over but she could stay you know till later whatever and I was, I felt a little duped, mm. right? Because I was, like, my um, sort of, like, dishonesty tingles went mm-hmm. off. Like, I was, like, you weren't honest with me. Mm-hmm. And I have so much, but, like, this is an instance where I'm, like, I totally get it. Like, this is, like, wishful thinking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, she wants to be able to stay over. She wants to be able to come to my place. Mm-hmm. So... Like, I can completely understand where that's coming from. That's not violence. It's not. not a
1: Right. You're not a liar. No, no. You know? Yeah. It's like, oh, you're maybe, you're maybe, it's it's information. And it's a little bit of a kind of like, all right, let's like put a little like post-it note here because maybe this is a pattern, which could be a problem. Right. Right.
0: Like, so let's say the person that you're talking about, like, you know, this was the first instance. It alerted you to perhaps I wasn't as clear. Maybe I was making my boundary a bit softer mm-hmm. and more porous because I wanted her to feel a mm-hmm. certain way, you mm-hmm. know, like not feel bad. Mm-hmm. Hey, you can't eat that. You can't eat oh, that. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Naughty
1: kittens. No. There's, Mia has smoked um, salmon and someone made a dive for it for those
0: yeah. who can't see. Uh, right, but so like say this happened – now, again, now that you've been more clear. And then, like, again, maybe you go, like, all right. Like, let me see if there's a different way to explain. And then, like, at what point do you go, like, all right. This person is, like, systematically, routinely, like, pushing my boundaries in, and not hearing me. Even if it's because they have stars, you know, hearts in their eyes. Right.
1: Right. It's, and for me, it's, like, round two. Like, the reason we stopped but, seeing each other was, like, the this, uh-huh. this second time a pattern emerged in something else. I was, like, right. this isn't going to work, babes. And so this is, yeah. like my ears are up a little bit, right? Like yeah,
0: for this. Yeah. But I think I'm pushing back a little bit like for you mm-hmm. on the on your <laughs> willingness to be like this is my shit, <laughs> you know, I'm being activated cuz I'm like we're in relationship mm-hmm. and yes, there's like stuff that's my shit, but then there's also like us you know, there's, like, the in-between. There's, like, there's me, there's you, and then there's the stuff in between us. The relationship. Us. Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and I think it's, exa- exactly, it's like, Risden had a terrible week at work with people yes. not respecting her boundaries, so, yes, she's a little activated. This person in my life is somebody who pursues things with a thousand fiery suns, and the in-between is, I have set a boundary around how this right. relationship needs to be, and I don't think it's being heard. Right, right. Which is a little red flaggy. Yeah. It's red rosy, actually, it turns out. In fact, Uh there were red Mm -hmm. roses. Yeah, and I was like, you You can... You
0: already bought them?
1: I was like, you should keep those for yourself. Yeah. Whoa, dude. I know. And it's hard because Mm -hmm. I I joke that I'm a deeply romantic person, except about sex. (laughs) 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 I'm like, I don't think sex is romantic. It's whatever, but... But I like being pursued in this way, so it's really interesting to be in a dynamic where I'm like, I actually really like this in theory and in general, but right now, right. with these given circumstances, I want to run yeah. away from you and change my name. Right. It's making you feel avoidant. <laughs> it's a really nice way to put it, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, and it was a really interesting thing. I mean, I feel like the biggest thing I got from taking your consent educator course um, is shameless I'm like I was literally like coming soon sign up online (laughs) um I'm teaching a guest class uh but the 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 noticing where my brain tries to talk my body into things and that oftentimes my body doesn't quote make sense my body my my body often just goes don't like it like it don't like it you know I'm just I just have a kind of ick and I don't my brain is like but your ick doesn't make sense you should behave this way this person's being nice blah 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 and to just i feel like gr- my growth as a person is about being like doesn't have to make sense like yeah. it just i just have an ick and i'm going to communicate that ick trying right. to honor that
0: feeling yeah i feel like there's a lot of like jargon especially online um around like boundaries and like this is how you set a boundary and you know relationships and like uh attachment and <laughs> you know, mental health stuff. And then in real life, it's like, well, what happens when I just, I'm like, Ooh. I like <laughs> You know, it. like, right, it's not, you haven't done anything wrong. Like, I don't have to put this into XYZ speak of, like, when you do this, it makes me feel this. NBC, what's the Right, offer? like, I don't, NBC, yeah. <laughs> like, is this for you or for me? <sighs> it's like, yeah, there's just, like, a lot of moments in real life relationships that's, like, we don't need to pull out the wheel of consent poster to, like, plot where we are. <laughs> the feelings wheel. Like, right. We can just be like, can you not do that? Yeah. Like, I, I asked you not to pursue me right now.
1: Mm-hmm. You know?
0: Like, you didn't, you're not, like, a bad person. No, and I might be very interested in dating you
1: quite seriously in a minute. But I'm going to. And
0: even in this exact action. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, but I'm gonna need you to show me that you're somebody who can show up in the way I need as a friend before.
0: Yeah, and hear me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I have an example from recently about the feeling of like my body having a really strong reaction and my brain being like, what the fuck <laughs> is going on? Mm-hmm. Um, so I told you I got like kind of picked up in <laughs> a very cute way at this rap party. Mm hmm. Um, and the first time that we were, like, when we were texting that night, I was so nervous, like, like, got hot and, like, afraid to check my text and, like, had to poop <laughs> type of, like, stomach upset. Mm. Um, just from being, like, like, you know, I had this, I don't know, sort of, um, well, okay, I'll back up. So, like, you know that thing of, like, so I had a, I had a friend, we kind of lost touch, um, but, like, a year or so ago, we were out, and they were, like, very obviously flirting with the bartender, and, like, I'm really sensitive to that as someone who's worked in food service. I'm like, don't hit on the people while they're working. Um But they were being, like, very sort of aggressive about flirting with this bartender. Who's, like, trapped behind the
1: bar. That's, like,
0: why I did a bartend,
1: because you can't escape. I hate it. No,
0: you can't. Right. So this friend, like, asked for his number, like, just while he's working. And he goes, like, well, I I have a girlfriend. And this friend was, like, well, that's very presumptuous of you. Like, I wasn't, like, what makes you think I was asking? Yeah. What, are you asking like, him for tax advice? Right, like, why do you want his number then? Like, please. It just, it really... Was this a white woman? Me. No. Oh, interesting. No. Interesting. So, shocked. Yeah, Shocked I know. and surprised. I was really put off by this. And, like, we had enough of a friendship that I was like, all right, like, they're just, that's where they're at, you know? And that's something that I want to be able to do in my relationships just be like that's where you're at Yeah, you well, know and that's
1: a, I feel like that's the thing too is it's like giving people in our lives a level of grace to like be
0: annoying fucked up problematic way yeah. to a degree do you know what I mean right yeah. and they were like kind of drunk mm-hmm. and like yeah I wasn't gonna be like I don't want to be your friend anymore because like, you know I just was sort of like oh, that's weird um didn't like it didn't like it So, anyway, so I'm bringing this with, you know, that phenomenon of, like, I wasn't flirting with you. And so then I, like, met this guy at this party. And when we were texting afterwards, because I was, like, I almost brought a date. I was told I couldn't bring a date. And then it turned out I could have brought a date. So, anyway, he knew that I was going to bring a date and then didn't. And I was telling the girl who I was going to bring as a date, like, I think I got picked up at this party. And she was, like, thrilled for me. Mm. Um, so, so, anyway, so I was, like, telling him about that. This is getting long and stupid. <laughs> anyway, whatever. I just was, like, afraid that he was going to be like, I wasn't flirting with you. Mm. You know, like, that's not why I asked for your number and asked you to take me out dancing. Like... I don't, you know, I was, I got nervous that I was going to get this kind of like, whoa, that's very presumptuous of you. And what's the fear? Of.
1: Is it, is it like, oh, I'm a predator because I assumed that? Is that.
0: No, I think it's like that, yeah, that, that, that he could say, like, how could you think that I was like, oh, you're so presumptuous and arrogant that to think that I'm like hitting on you, you know? So, anyway. There was that, there was the question of, like, you know, I wanted to tell him, like, I, by the way, I have my, I have a girlfriend. Oh, what? What? Oh, okay. Continue. They're my, they're my girlfriend now. <laughs> okay. Um, that's how Tennessee says girlfriend. Girlfriend. She's my girlfriend. <laughs> um, Tennessee okay, okay, is So. dog, by the way. Yes. So, uh, all right, so I, so I wanted to tell him, like, you know, I have, I have a girlfriend, I'm, like, dating a few people. Uh, and I'm, I don't date straight men and, uh, my pronouns. And I wanted to throw up, Rizdem. Oh, yeah. Like, I was like, I am going to shit my pay. I have to do this on the toilet. Like, why? Why? Why is this, like, absolutely terrifying to have this, like, basic adult dating conversation? And then I was, my mind was like, Mia, does this mean, like... I was of totally two separate minds. I was like, this either means don't do this. Like you don't wanna go out with him. Or this is chemistry. (laughs) Like this is what (laughs) chemistry feels like.
1: It's uh, you know, knees weak, palms are sweaty, mom's spaghetti. Right, mom's spaghetti. What are these feelings?
0: Yeah, like do I does this mean that I should go out with him, or does it mean that I shouldn't go out with him? And ultimately, I'm super fucking confused because I went out with him and I really like him. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, maybe that is what it feels like. Well, that's like a thing too, right? Like,
1: yeah, people, uh, I I remember somebody who is a therapist, a friend of mine, he was like, I said something about like, where the fuck is my husband? And he was like, Uh. you know, when you meet him, you're going to be bored. Like,
0: yes, right.
1: And I was like, I would love to be bored. I haven't been I don't think I've ever been bored in my life.
0: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) like, well, I mean, I, I agree with that to an extent, right? (laughs) Like there's like a way that feeling safe feels boring, but there's a way that chemistry can feel overwhelming yeah it's and like,
1: like like I I feel flight when you're like I need to yes, empty see my body from digestion exactly like because I have to run right that's we puke right or shit exactly
0: <laughs> yes so like there's a bit of that confusion that push pull that you're describing that conflict between like mind and body where my body is sending me these signals and my mind is like you're being really confusing right now
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: What does this mean?
1: Ask me in six years when I'm officially a psychologist. Yeah. We'll <laughs> tell you.
0: Yeah, I mean the feeling of just like needing to poop. It's like, whoa.
1: Literally just try to get everything out of your body so you could run faster. Yeah. You're like into yeah. his arms or away. Yeah, from where him. where am
0: I gonna run <laughs> to?
1: Which way am I running? Yeah, I You're just know. running around at your house in a circle screaming. <sighs> Like, when we were yeah. 13, and, like, yeah. Justin Bieber would come on the television, I'm lying about my age right now, but, like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> it was Britney Spears, um, and just, like, yeah. have a meltdown, because you just, you have all this, ha, <laughs> feeling,
0: right? Right. My upstairs neighbor, um, I don't know that they know that I can hear this, but most mornings they play at least one song and just, like, scream at the top of their lungs, What's and the song? I imagine it's a different song all the time but it's like a pop song hell yeah usually and they that's like how they start their day and I'm always like fuck yeah go for it
1: dude I wake up to Taylor Swift every morning
0: oh that's great because it
1: puts me in a in a good mood it was Lizzo for a while it was Ariana like I need like girl pop first thing in the morning
0: yeah yeah I love that one Lizzo album I don't remember what it's called but with like I'm my own soulmate. Oh yeah, and, like, all the that's girl power. One. And I just, oh my god, I listened to that on repeat for yeah. months. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um. Okay. Hard segue. <laughs> I think. I mean, probably not. You know, I feel like we're always talking about kind of the same thing. Um. But I. We were. We wanted to talk about. Uh. Well, I guess we already touched on it, but like this idea of, you know, using consent like thinking that consent is going to keep you safe and then it becomes this like tool for punishment when like I think what we didn't talk about is like what we think consent is or can be so I can I'll start yeah. um, I think consent is like a beautiful practice of like going within so that you can explore relatively safely Mm. so that you can take risks uh, so that you can push your limits, stretch yourself, learn and grow and try new things with relative safety and you have like a process for like, you know negotiating ahead of time, getting all the information you need, being as specific as possible, doing the thing, and then, like, checking in afterwards. Um, as opposed to, like, a way to, uh, yeah, avoid things that are difficult or uncomfortable or, like, things that you don't want to do. Yeah, I
1: think – sorry, are you feeling complete, Mia? Yeah, yes, I, complete? Feel, um, I feel complete i love that your cat is involved in this conversation by the way she's staring she's at my breakfast such, i feel tuxedo cats are such leos they just like right. need to They're be seen right. it's so important to them and understandably mm. look at her um i know yeah i feel like you know i i think this is if i think i've mushed together something my mentor and surrogate partner of therapy brian Givney, taught me and something that you've taught me and sort of put them together which is this idea of like consent is either present or not present. Like consent is not something that we get, right? Or like yes. we have, so in SPT, we have informed consent documents that clients sign and the signature right. indicates I've read these documents. That's it. It doesn't mean you, it's not legally binding consent, right? Like I now agree to do these things. And I think because the legal terminology of consent is so different than what we're talking about, people get the most right and confused, right? But to me, Consent is both, like, a practice of, like, exactly like you said, there's a spectrum of yes, yes, no, maybe-ish in my body that I can feel somatically, right? And then there's Mm -hmm. outliers of things that are, like, fuck, yeah, I definitely want to do this, and, like, these are no's for me. And so establishing through communication with another person, like, where do our spectrums overlap, whether that's, like, Mm -hmm. with sexuality or our schedules or doing a podcast whatever right Uh it's like this sort of overlap but I think the thing is it does kind of involve and this is maybe what we're talking about people have a responsibility to have to communicate right like there are some things we can infer that people don't want us to do and sometimes that might be that isn't always clear between people and so that's why these conversations are really important like and that's what I forget if it's you or Brian, but, like, I think it was you. This idea of, like, consent was not present, that presents a Yeah, lot. we talked
0: about this last time, yeah. right? That, like, consent wasn't taking place as opposed to, like, my consent was violated. Right. It's,
1: like, they're, what we mean is that, like, a conversation about where that spectrum of okayness is within me and within you wasn't – we didn't discuss it. Yeah. Right? Yeah, somebody making an assumption about where your spectrum is could be really egregious and fucked up, or it could be just within a – like, somebody grabbing your arm, right, depending right. on so many variables, might actually not be a consent
0: violation, right? Right, and then I think there's also, like, maybe it was a consent violation, but was it sexual assault? Like, mm-hmm. I had someone, I, you know, I've heard a, a hug described as sexual assault, and I'm like... And this also speaks okay. to this thing of, like, are you a person
1: who's, sa- who's safe to say no to, right? Like... Yeah. Are you somebody that if somebody says I'm actually not going to give you a hug, like we've had, I remember we were uh, doing a rehearsal once and you were like, "Don't touch yeah, me." Yeah, I was today. like, "I can't be touched." Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like, okay, like I was definitely like, "Oh, oh,"
0: you know, but like, okay, like, yeah, you know what I'm saying, well, like, and you recognize that as about me, right? Not about you. And it
1: could have been about me. It's like, all right, fine, we'll talk about it later. Like, it's you know <laughs> what I mean. Like, I'm a, yeah. I'm a grabber. So, um, but but yeah, this thing of like. <laughs> I feel like I've made it, I feel like I, you know, in the context of our relationship, like, I think you feel safe to say no to me. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, but yeah, if you're somebody who, you know, where's my hug guy, and and you're like, I'm not going to hug you, and it's fucking World War III, then like, that right. is something to look at. I don't know. I'm so distracted by the cat's face right now. Look at her.
0: Oh, yeah. She, she had her little eyes closed. Yeah. Um... Yes, I think there's like, there's the two sides of this and there's a second side that often gets forgotten, which is that, yes, I can and should do my best to be a safe person to say no to. And there's like concrete ways to do that, that I've like outlined in classes, but go find me as classes you, online. Yeah, <laughs> go sign up for my classes. Um, <laughs> but there's all, I mean, it's also on my Instagram, like you can find it, mm-hmm. but there's, there's also the responsibility that each of us has to say no or to state our boundaries and there's I just keep hearing these stories of like someone being like you know like like I uh you know well like well they didn't ask like I ended up I did that because I just went along with it but they didn't actually ask and therefore retroactively they've assaulted me Mm -hmm. or my boundary was crossed Mm -hmm. And I'm like, you know, you don't have to say no, right? Like, you can communicate however you need to communicate um, if the word no is hard for you. But also, like, probably work on that Mm -hmm, because mm -hmm. you become a person who's, like, really risky to engage with if, if people have to read your mind all the time. Right. Yeah.
1: Like... Sometimes I swat somebody's hand away from me or if it's on, like, a lover. If their hand is on my boob and I'm PMSing and my boobs are stressing me out, I'll put their hand on my waist. It's, like, it's not always right. a no.
0: Do you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. 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 Or even, like, the to have stated a boundary and then to change your mind and be like, actually, I do want to do that. Mm-hmm. And then later to be like, you crossed my boundary. And it's like, you changed your mind. Right, right. Like, do you want people to believe the words that you say? Like... There, there's something that is going on. I don't know how to put my finger on it, but like a way that all these qualities that we like value in a person are like going out the window mm-hmm. in when it comes to consent or like engaging in sexual activity. So like the idea of like you know follow through, like I do what I say I'm going to do, right? Or like the idea of like um, being a person of my word, mm-hmm. trustworthy. Like these are yeah right. These are good qualities. Mm-hmm. But then there's a way that like, well, I said I didn't want to um, have sex tonight. And then you went down on me, which I said was, but but I said that was okay right. when you asked. But earlier I had said I didn't want to have sex tonight. But I changed so you my mind. Violated my, but I changed my, but but you violated my boundary because I had said it previously. It's in the moment. Like, Let's talk about that too. Right. Right. Yeah, go ahead. No, no. I mean, just that it's in the
1: moment. And like, I, I think, again, it comes back to this thing of like, sometimes we have, you know, you had a post a while ago because we, we had talked about it. It's like sometimes like sex is an oopsie, right? It's right. like, I sometimes will engage with somebody um, and be like, mm, didn't love that. And that's not then, it, there's thing happens that I go, ooh, didn't like that. Didn't like that felt weird. And instead of being like, what information is there for me here? about the act or the person it then becomes a thing about their character right it shifts into being like so this person must have done something wrong because I'm feeling this way but that's not always the case sometimes we feel that way because of something else right Right. yeah
0: yeah and like you it can mean that you like realize that you don't have chemistry with this person or that you don't like how they fuck or you don't like how they kiss like and I've I've been there like this isn't something (laughs) where I'm like you know this is so fucked up, like, I've never done it, and you're all horrible. But, no. like, I, you know, I, I was dating someone a few years ago, and I kind of, like, I was enjoying our, like, physical whatever. Like, we were having sex, we were hooking up, and then they treated me really weird. Mm. Like, like, bad, but also weird. Mm. Um. And I remember, like, the last time we talked they were like screaming at me on the phone and they were like mocking things. That were, like, <laughs> yeah, and I was like, I what the fuck is wrong with you? So getting off the phone, I was like, my only regret is like that I stayed on the fucking
1: phone. <laughs> I tried to talk to them like a rational person.
0: <laughs> right, right. But then it was like after the fact that I was like, really squicked out by the sex that we had had Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like it like changed Mm -hmm. in my in hindsight where I was like ew that was kind of gross and I don't like how they did that and I don't like how to and I didn't there was like certain things that they did that I didn't like at the time but I think when I had this idea that like there was time for us to like work through it or talk about it or whatever like I felt different about it yeah and then once they, like, treated me this way and I was like, I don't want to see you anymore. Yeah. I kind of looked back on it and I was like, I wish I had said something then. I wish that right. that was something that they knew to ask about, you know, but, but I didn't punish. I wasn't no. trying to, I just was like, I don't want to talk this to you anymore. This is like a common phenomenon that, like, when you break up with somebody,
1: you retroactively, you you come to, you finally get, like, the nugget of, like, this person is not the person I thought they were or whatever. You have an, a smaller, like compartmentalized understanding of them or whatever. And it paints all of their behavior up to that point under that lens. Yeah. This is like, a, I joke with, with people all the time. I'm like, no, you can't refer your ex to a restorative practice. Like, I, I right. don't want to be totally honest with you. It's very hard for me, including my own, to take people's uh, character accounts of their exes very seriously because. Correct. Even of myself, I'm like, that motherfucker's an asshole. And it's like, are they, or did they, you know, or are they your ex? Like, and that's not yeah. to say that there aren't terrible people out there, but it that's part of, like, the mechanism of distancing from them is being, like, um, throwing them in a binary of bad. Do you know what I mean? Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, and I think, you know, I've also watched myself even kind of undo those binaries with increased, like, distance and time away mm-hmm. from a person. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, where it's, like, really easy. I remember a couple years ago having, like, getting kind of closure with with my longest-term ex and being, like, and, like, having this kind of massive wave of grief of realizing that, like, I had clung to the anger Mm -hmm. that I had towards him and it had prevented me from even, like, feeling or recognizing that I missed him. Mm -hmm. And so, like, once we had that closure, I was able to just miss him and ultimately like let it go because i wasn't really angry anymore
1: and anger is first of all delicious and protective Mm
0: -hmm. and the
1: grief is painful
0: you know what i mean
1: like i'd much rather be angry than sad
0: there's a way better playlist i know yeah right (laughs) right but anger i think is also like kind of addictive like that (laughs) cortisol spike you know all the time and so you like look right it's just a drug i did so you like look for that i have done cocaine. cocaine before that way. Yeah, there you go. Um (laughs) uh yeah there's like a an addictive empowering quality to the anger whereas like the grief A the grief just like feels bad but B it's gonna go away. So there's a way that like if you're clinging to it anger is the way to go. Mm -hmm. I
1: say a lot in RP it's it's much more it feels much better to stay angry at somebody than to watch that person, bec- than to watch the person you're angry at become a better person. What's more right, painful right. than somebody you hate watching them grow as a person? Gross. Awful. Yeah. You know, I'd much can rather stay tell... angry. Can
0: you tell people what RP is? Restorative practices. So restorative circles. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you want to share about SPT? And where you're <laughs> Were there at one that? minute left? Oh. <laughs> no, I mean, finish, you
1: know. Yeah, you no, I'll, I'll just say, uh, That I have decided to take a a step back from doing surrogate partner therapy and to not practice in that modality anymore because I keep finding that clients, and there's like a political thing in here too, that clients are who don't necessarily need SPT, which is a modality that's great for people with very little relational experience or like long periods of abstinence, right? Haven't been touched in 20 years, for example.
0: Mm.
1: People are coming to SPT because they need um, what we would call erotic level work. So they need like, like uh, people who've never been with a same-sex partner, for example, and want that foundational experience. People who feel like they're, they're quote virgins and it's agent appropriate. So they need some like foundational skill building to be able to date. And so I keep getting clients coming to me sort of pretending to be SPT clients and then trying to coerce me and push the therapy into the erotic realm very, very quickly, which is really um, activating because of my personal history with like childhood sexual trauma and coercion. And it's been, um, I've just noticed it's been really activating for me and i i wish you know it speaks a lot to the decrim mov- movement because these clients are totally correct in that they do need educational experiential sex work that exists in just the erotic but unfortunately because spt is a legal modality the sex part is such a small part of what we do in order to keep it legal so mm-hmm. it's it's really hard um, because there are people that need this work and they can't get it. And so they keep trying to force SPT to work for them. Unfortunately at the um... it's harming to the people practicing SPT because Mm -hmm. I'm then having to basically be in a room with somebody who's paying me. So there's already a power dynamic who isn't hearing my no. And isn't respecting Mm -hmm. my no. And is trying to manipulate, coerce, and negotiate me out of my no. And I, unfortunately, am just, like, not willing to continue having that same experience over and over again. So that's why I'm not Mm. doing it anymore.
0: Ugh, I'm sorry.
1: It was really, really hard and icky. And it's an interesting thing. I know we need to wrap to be, like, this person is behaving in a way that's really activating for me. Because of my history. Also, their behavior is shitty and sucks.
0: Yeah. And
1: I have compassion. Like, the last thing I said to this client in a triadic was, like, you have every right to be as angry and upset as you are. Because we live in a puritanical government that is preventing you from getting the services you need. I cannot provide the services you need. And Mm -hmm. that sucks. And so you have to decide if you're willing to risk to go to jail to get them. Mm -hmm. And that's not on me. And I wish you luck in your journey. You Mm -hmm. know? So, yeah, it's been a week.
0: It's been a week. Ugh. (laughs) I'm glad you're taking care of me. Decrim, y'all. Yeah. I know someone, someone did my program who is doing what you're talking about, Mm -hmm. but, you know, it's technically illegal. That's the thing. Like, I love that work. I wish that it was, like, you know.
1: I, I love that's I actually thrive in the erotic element of SPT more so than the like I'm gonna teach you how to hold hands shit I wanna blow my brains out mm-hmm. I'm so bored you know what mm-hmm. I mean but I also have an obligation to protect the work like there's a legacy yeah. of people who are do who have been doing this since the 50s and like I owe them to not put the work in
0: legal jeopardy you know yeah 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 all right And well, on a light on that note. note yeah. <laughs> Um, so this isn't going to come out on Valentine's Day, obviously, um, so I hope that everyone had a nice Valentine's Day. I hope you have a nice Valentine's Day. I hope everyone day. had a really
1: great Valentine's Day, and just remember that St. Valentine
0: martyred himself for Christ, and that's what Died this for holiday Jesus. is about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so if you really want to get into the spirit of Valentine's Day, you know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> um, Risen, I am remembering that we said we wanted to do an episode on incest, and we never oh, did. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, we do. We did. We did talk so about that next time. All right, stay. Yeah, yeah. Come back and just to like yeah, more light I, topics. Right, I'm not gonna tell anyone our take yet, lest they think that we're leave them hanging. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a yeah. cliffhanger. Right. Okay, come back for incest next week. Bye. Bye.